0: Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com well, I want to wish you a Shavuat of a happy, healthy, sweet and beautiful week. This week we walk with Yitro, Parasha Yitro. Who was Yitro? Yitro was a Midianite uh, priest. Actually he was one of uh, Pharaoh's advisors in Egypt. And uh, he lived in Midian and it happened to be he became the father-in-law of Moshe Rabbeinu. This parasha is a very interesting parasha because it's really what makes us Jewish. is the giving of the Ten Commandments at Mount Sinai. And the question is, why would such a monumental moment in, our, in the history of the Jewish people be named after a Midianite idol worshiper, priest uh, called Yitro? So Yitro... When he heard about the miracles that Hashem had done for the Jewish people in taking them out of Egypt, especially the miracle of the Red Sea, of the Yam Suf, he decided to convert to Judaism. He was an idol worshiper. He idolized every idol under the sun. He had tried every religion. He had been there, done that. And at the end, he came to the conclusion that the only truth was the truth of God that there was one and only one God in this world and that his, uh, his uh, truth was the truth of, of all humanity and this is why the, I would say one of the most important parashas of our of our Torah which is the one that defines us as Jews uh, is called Yitro and um, so the Jewish people went to Mount Sinai and the Torah explains the the moment of the giving of the Torah as a surreal experience. It was like an out-of-body experience. It's, um, it's uh, described as that the Jews heard with their eyes and, and saw with their ears. Like all the senses were transported and they were like a high-tech movie from Hollywood. Like when you go to one of those 3D movies in the theaters and. And you can even think that you could touch everything around you and it's really in the movie. This was more or less, but even more, magnified the experience of the Jewish people when they were receiving the Torah. It was so, so intense that after the tenth, after the first commandment, uh, the, their, their souls left their bodies and they died. And God had to revive them. That's how awesome and strong it was. So... I'm going to give you the Ten Commandments. I think it's a good review for all of us. I've given this class many times for those of you who have learned it with me before you can review it and apply it and for those who don't I hope it's something new you learn and you can take with you. So the Ten Commandments um, are actually, it says that the whole Torah is um, codified in these Ten Commandments. So this, we actually uh, follow 613 mitzvot, but all of them are contained in the Ten Commandments. And the Ten Commandments are the blueprint of creation. God created the world for these Ten Commandments. So it's like when an architect is going to build a, a building, he first has a blueprint. He feel, first has a plan. And when God was going to create the world, he first had a plan. And this is a plan. So the creation of the world, the purpose for everything you see around you is this Ten Commandments. It's for us to follow them and live by them and, um, and make a dwelling place for Hashem in this world. So Hashem really wanted from us a relationship. And um, many commentaries say that the giving of the Torah was compared to, um, to the marriage of a bride and a groom. And actually was a marriage between the Jewish people and God. And the, the mountain, he suspended it in the air. And the Jewish people were under the mountain. And they knew that if they wouldn't accept these Ten Commandments, the mountain would just fall on top of them and that would be the graveyard. And that would have been the end of, of everybody. We wouldn't be here anymore. So what did the Jews do? They said, nah, ishma, we, will learn, we will do and then we will learn. Many people say, okay, till I don't understand the Torah, then I'm not going to keep it. I have to first understand it. How am I going to keep something I don't understand? But from here we learn something very important. And that is that if you don't do it, you will never get to understand it. So for a Jew that keeps Shabbat, he has an understanding of Shabbat that to explain it is impossible. If a person doesn't keep Shabbat, he will never experience what Shabbat is. So first you have to, to do it and then you learn then you'll understand it and this is the, the order of the torah it's a, a jewish people should ask questions and should learn and should um, and should question that's part of our existence but hashem gave us these commandments to keep and to follow and we should keep and follow them and when we do it then society becomes a moral highly moral and and, and value Valuable society. It's a society that lives with a purpose and meaning, and it's a society that lives under under morality, and um, and that's part of the big problem in this world that people are against it. That here in the United States, you see, they don't even let the, the, the Ten Commandments be in the in the, in the in the in the buildings of the government and the children's schools because people don't want to. A, remember that they are here; that they are human beings, and they have to live accordingly to who they are. So, the Ten Commandments really changed humanity forever, and uh, and it gave a moral compass to the world. And not only Jewish religion follows them; all monotheistic religions live by their values and their morals, and um, and and it's part of of our obligation in the world. So, the first commandment is and and, uh, before I begin, I'm sorry, I want to say that the Ten Commandments are divided in two. The first five commandments are between us and God and the next five commandments are between a human being and another human being. So it's about relationships And, um, and they're also parallel. So number one is parallel to number six and number two is parallel to number seven because If you want to have a relationship with God, it has to start between you and your fellow person. If you don't have a good relationship with others, you cannot have a good relationship with God. Because how can you love the Father if you don't love the children? So, it's parallel. So, the first one is, I am the Lord your God uh, who took you out of Egypt. And it's incredible because we are reminded about this every day we're not reminded every day that God created the world this is what we wake up with I am Lord your God who took you out of Egypt and the the second commandment is you shall have no other gods before me so we should not idol worship we should only have God we should not pray to any other deities God is who he is and idol worship means that we think that something else rules in the world apart from God and the reality is God is everything the third commandment says you shall not take God's name in vain. What it means is we should not say, oh, I swear, I swear. There's so many people that are always swearing in God's name. And this is forbidden. We should never swear. We should never take God's name and put, downgrade it and put it down. It's, it's a name that has to be treated with a lot of respect. And it should not be part of our normal we should only use it when we're talking about Torah or when we're praying and it's not he's not our body he's he's our father in heaven and he should be respected the fourth commandment is remember the shabbat and, the, and 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 the shabbat means like remember why God created the world when we remember the shabbat we're we're saying God created the world and on the seventh day we rested so we are acknowledging that God created the world The fifth commandment and the last commandment between our relationship with God is honor your father and mother. And this is very interesting because we would think that honoring our parents would be in the category of between us and another fellow. But really, honoring father and mother is our relationship with God because when God created us and our parents created us, really it's a relationship between Hashem, us, and our spouse. And we create this new life into the world. So he's part of the creation of a new baby. And honoring our parents is acknowledging that our parents were given to us by Hashem. eh, To bring us up in this world. If they're good parents, bad parents, that's another question. And the Torah doesn't say you have to love your parents. It doesn't say that. You're not obliged to love your parents, but you're obliged to honor them. And to honor parents means that if a parent comes into the room, you get up. You never sit in their chair. You don't, if they need a, a glass of water, you run and you bring them a glass of water. You're always making sure they're comfortable. You don't answer back. You don't scream at them. You treat them with utmost respect. And this is a, the, the honor that they deserve. And not because of them, because of God. Then we have between us and our fellow men, the sixth commandment is you shall not murder. Obviously, this is very normal, like any, any cat would understand this. It doesn't, it's interesting that it's part of our commandments, but uh, any normal moral society would, um, would put this, this uh, commandment in their constitution. Then, the seventh commandment is don't commit adultery. Like if you're married, you should not be uh, having fun with someone else's wife or otherwise. And uh, number eight is not steal, we, we should not steal, but stealing is not only stealing from other people uh, their money, it can also mean not to steal their time. Like if you're going into a shop and you're just going to look and you tell the guy to take out every watch in the counter because you want to see them, uh, but you're not going to buy, that means you're stealing from this person, you're stealing his time. He, he, he could be taking care of someone else that really wants to sell, really wants to buy. So uh, you could go into a store and tell the guy, look, I'm only looking. I, maybe one day I want to buy this watch. Can, does it bother you to show it to me? So in this way, we're not stealing from them. And, uh, and this is something we have to be very careful about. And in other areas of our life too, taking time from people, taking things from them and not returning them, is stealing from them. We have to be very careful, sometimes you learn things you never see them again. You don't even remember who you gave them to and this is stealing. And then number nine is not a bear false witness, we should not be telling lies and. And saying, oh, this person did this or did that, and it's not true. We have to be very careful what we say and not be a false person that brings false information to the world. And number 10, and the last one, is to not covet. We should not be jealous. The Torah is very strong in this, that we should not suffer from jealousy and envy. And we should not be looking at what other people have and wanting what they own. So now I'm going to do the uh, parallel analysis between the ones between God and the ones between us and how they're parallel. So let's go back to number one, I am the Lord your God. And number six, you shall not murder. So when a person doesn't believe that there's a God, in a certain way he's killing him. He's like he killed God. Um, Because he's not acknowledging where things come from. And, um, and this is how it, how it parallels itself. Number two, you shall have no other gods before me. And number seven, don't commit adultery. So when we believe in other deities deities, or in other things and we pray to other, other whatever, saints, whatever, then we are in a certain way become being adulterous with Hashem because we are not being faithful to Him. Then number three, you shall not take God's name in vain, is parallel to not steal. Because when you take Hashem's name in vain, and you're swearing in His name, and you're doing things under His name, it's like you're stealing from Him, you're stealing His name. It's like if you're going to make T-shirts with a brand's name, you can't do that. You have to pay the royalties for that company. You cannot take a name of someone and paste it in mugs and in things and put them and sell them. It's stealing. So the same way, when we're when we are taking Hashem's name in vain, we're taking out His name and using using it for other purposes. So that's a, a parallel to stealing. Then the fourth one is remember the Shabbat, and nine is not, not bear false witnesses. So when a person is not keeping Shabbos, is like he's a uh, being a false witness to the creation of the world. It's like saying, no, God didn't create the world on the sixth day. He didn't create the world in sixth day and rested on the seventh. It's like being a false witness. And then the last one, which is very important, means honor your father and mother, is also parallel to the tenth one, which means not covet. And once I heard from Rabbi Mansour, it was a very interesting talk, And he says, how can you compare honoring your parents to not coveting? And what it means is that we should always look at everything we have with gratitude. If God gave us that pair of parents, as hard as they were, as complicated as they were, or whatever the situation was in your home, or as beautiful and loving parents you had, it's because they're part of your journey in this world. It's part of your tikkun. They were given to you not by mistake they're supposed to be your parents so you can become the person you have to become so when you acknowledge that your parents are given to you by Hashem at the same time you're not coveting the same way when you covet is like saying oh what I have is not enough for me what I have is I deserve more and in reality it's the same concept everything we own everything we have is given to us by Hashem. So if you own a beautiful white house with green, with green grass and everything shines around it, it's, it's, God gave that to you. So if your neighbor has a, a, not such a nice house and every time he comes out and he looks at your house and he's green with envy, then he's not being grateful for what Hashem gave him. He's not being acknowledging that, you know what, what I have is the best. Hashem gave me this little house, but it's my house. It's my house. He gave it to me for, for me. And, and, and when you're looking at what other people have, then you're not being grateful. You're really saying, oh, what I have is not enough. He never gave me enough. He, why does he give so much to the other? And the same way goes with the parents. When a person lives with this mentality, he will always be happy. He will never be Yearning for, for things he doesn't own. He'll be happy with what he has, with his lot, and he won't be uh, looking at other people's possessions. So these Ten Commandments really uh, touch on three parts of, of the garments of our souls, which are thought, speech, and action. Each one of them, like if you would say, I'm the Lord your God, it touches on your thought process and your emotional state of being, because what you think is what you feel. And for example, don't steal would be part of your action, of, of your actions and uh, not bear false witnesses would be in the category of speech. So our neshamas are dressed with this, with our thoughts and our speech and our actions. So when we live our lives based on these 10 principles and we live them really every day of our lives, we really live with them then uh, our thought, our speech and our action are aligned and we're able to live in a very holy and high way and uh, and we are able to live a little higher so I wanna wish you a good week and I hope that you implement some of these principles in your life if not all of them uh, because really this is why we're here, this is the purpose of our creation the Jewish people that left Egypt Left because this was part of the plan of God since day one of creation. Before creation, this was his whole purpose of creation. And uh, we should live a life in which we feel we are being, we're being uh, productive in his purpose, in his, in his vision. And help him correct the world. So have a great week and live a little higher. Thank you.